bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Fresh, candid, and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You can check us out on YouTube, uh, Twitter, and I'm live on my page on LinkedIn. Um, you can follow us on Spotify, TuneIn, Apple. Which one's going away? Stitcher? How old are you? You're supposed to be keeping up with stuff like that. Yeah, Stitcher. You never heard of Stitcher? What? Uh, oh, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, I'm being melodramatic. Uh, Stitcher is one of those places where, um, is it Stitcher that's going away or is it the other one? Hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> you can follow us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check us out everywhere. Follow us. Check me out. Follow me. Dr. Ken's Truth. Dr. Ken's Truth. Probably on Twitter, that'd be better because I'm usually there and you know harassing people and causing trouble, doing all sorts of things. <clears throat> Legal things. I'm sorry, I probably should have said that. Legal things. Uh, so, who's the leader in Milwaukee? Like, do do we do we have leadership in Milwaukee? I know we have people that have titles that are leadership titles, but do we have actual leaders in Milwaukee or do we have perpetrators? That's what I want to know. I'm trying to figure out if we don't have leaders, 
And I, I think we have titular leaders, right? I think we have people that are in place with titles, but they don't really um, have power, right? Like that showed when it came to the tax and basically people said they didn't trust the people. And, and, and I applaud those older men and women who said the people should decide. I found it irritating that the mayor decided that, you know, the common council represented their people, therefore they can vote. They know their people well enough. I think that was a punk move. I really do. We live in a democratic republic so that when there are things that occur in terms of laws, right, you speak for us. You represent us. It's a representative government. But when you want to pass a tax for us, then we should vote. You should have a binding referendum and vote. And you can have the binding referendum 20 times if you need to. But what we're not going to do is have you decide what we're doing. Is it important? Right. And so as we as we go through this next year, and I was thinking about that driving in, we we've got a time now where politics is going to become even more fragmented. Headlines are saying Wisconsin is quietly going to play yet another part in who wins the presidency. One thing we have to remember is don't let people gas you up about whether or not whoever becomes president, you're going to be better off or worse because we're not better off under Biden and we were not worse off under Trump. We survived both. So I think what we have to look at is who's our leadership locally. Because we got a lot of titles, but we don't have a lot of people. Who you have in leadership is the most important thing you'll have in the city of Milwaukee. And if you don't want our mayor, your alderman, your county executive, your county board president, your whoever it is, your state rep, if you don't want them, get rid of them. No, I did not say get rid of them. I said, if you don't want them, get rid of them. It's time for the black community to stand up and speak on its own. It's time for the black community to stand up and put people in office that are going to represent them. Not get in office and think it's a lifetime appointment and, and expect to be reelected having done nothing. But yet, as we roll through 2023 and approach 2024, you're going to get steered to the Republicans. You're going to get steered to all the things the Republicans are doing, how bad they are. And that's why you have to pick the Democrat when they haven't really done anything for you anyway. But we're still waiting because they promised and we're waiting and nothing happens. No, I'm not saying don't vote Democrat. Absolutely not. I'm saying get something for your vote. Tell your alderman or alderwoman, if you want my vote, what's in it for me? Because you keep getting money, you keep getting a salary, you keep working less, but I don't really see anything for me.
I still got trash on my street. I still got holes in the street. I got holes in the highways. I still got reckless driving. I still have homicides. I still got children dying and nothing's changing. Those are the people that you voted into office. Those are the people we voted into office. And we have nothing to show for it. Zero. Like, tell me from the time we got a new mayor and the Common Council vote. Only thing we got is a 2% tax. That's it. We got nothing else. I'm asking for more. And until we do, we're going to have to remember that them jazzing you up and telling you how great you are and how powerful you are as a voter, that's not going to fly. Think of, think of the city and think of the people in Milwaukee as a knife, right? People keep telling you leadership matters, but then it doesn't trickle down to the people that need it. People keep telling you people matter, but it doesn't quite trickle up to the leader. So what are they talking about? Well, I got to tell you, if you think of it like a knife, people were the handle. The problem with that, it doesn't matter how stout the hammer, the, the, the handle is, right? Have you seen one of those meat cleavers, right? The meat cleaver is huge. You ever seen the handle of a meat cleaver? It's about the same as the size as a hand of, 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 a, of a butter knife, right? Why is that? Because it doesn't matter how stout the handle is. The spear is only as good as the point. So it doesn't matter if the spear is two inches long, two feet long, ten feet long. Doesn't matter how big the handle is, the point counts. And that's what we miss. The city of Milwaukee We've got a spear, but it doesn't matter. They keep telling us the people matter. Oh, the handle, right? They keep telling you it, it matters, it matters. And then when something important comes up, they take it out of your hands. Why is that? Because the spear is only as good as its point. That point in Milwaukee is your leadership. And what do we have to show for it? Nothing. So then the question, Milwaukee, is what? You got to ask your leadership. How sharp are you? And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Hey, Truth Nation, we want you to join us for our free and open to the public Truth Family Fest. That's on Saturday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Riverside University High School right here in the city of Milwaukee. We'll be bringing in the community together and 
Got a free family festival that will have something for everybody. Live music, free haircuts for the kids. I keep trying to get one, but they keep telling me I can't get a haircut. I'm not a kid for some reason. Uh, delicious food, healthcare resources, financial education resources, free giveaways. Can I just get a hat? I want a truth hat. I want a truth hat. I want a bucket hat. Anyway, we can't wait to see you. That's Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m., 3 p.m., Family Truth Fest at the Riverside University High School in Milwaukee. Truth Family Fest. I'll get it right. The Truth Family Fest. That's that's me reading something and then looking somewhere else. Uh, Truth Family Fest is sponsored by Ascension Wisconsin, Educators Credit Union, Hunger Task Force, and Associated Bank member FDIC. So make sure you check it out. I'll be moseying in and out of there and checking it out and say what's going on and doing all sorts of things and you know. But you know that morning I think I got the UNCF walk run and then like it's other organizations that have stuff going on. Alpha's got a day party that afternoon, so you know I got to go hang out with them. That's what I and that's after you're at the family truth family fest. So <clears throat> either way, you got it going on that day. I'm just saying you got it going on that day. So. Um, 833-212-1017 is the number. If you haven't heard, um, the state's high court, the state Supreme Court is now left-leaning. It's liberal. Conservatives warn swift action could backfire. Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Democrats now seek to capitalize on new liberal majority on state's high court. Conservatives warn swift this is from CBS 58. Got it off the uh, CBS58.com. Years of conservative victories could be overturned as liberals hope to capitalize on the state Supreme Court shifting to liberal majority this week. How aggressive the court may be on the high profile cases could play a key role in future elections. This is from Emily Fannin from CBS 58. Uh, Tuesday, incoming. Justice Janet Podesiewicz will take the oath of office to mark a significant shift on the court. It's not a significant shift. How many times has this court gone back? Like, we... People keep telling me, you always complain about young people, or you always bad. Well, then get some historical perspective. This is not a historical... This is not a major shift. It happens all the time. This is the beauty of... The rule of law, the Constitution, living in America, having a democratic republic, it changes all the time, back and forth and back and forth. Now, if they do it just to do it, to be conservative, that's wrong. If you do it just to do it, to be liberal, that's wrong. If you go in and overturn everything just because and then start overturning stuff that has no business being overturned and you overturn it just because you're liberal, that's a problem. And that's the gap we have. Liberal hopes to put an end to the state's 1849 near total abortion ban and Republican drawn congressional and legislative maps. Why would. I think it was Alabama that went to the Supreme Court. I want to see the map. She widely out. She's widely outspoken on campaign trail on both issues that are certain to reach the high court. Here's the problem I have with that. I said Protosawitz never should have been one. Find somebody else that was liberal. But the fact that she went and said that she was going to be a jurist that clearly is biased should scare black people and Hispanic people. 
it should it should scare them because she's already said she's only going to work in her own best interest as a liberal. She's only going to follow what Democrats say follow. And that's it. And if it hurts black or brown people or his, or, or Asian people, who cares? She don't care. Long as she keeps her privilege, her job, her money, that's all she really cares about. Interesting. Now everything's up for grabs. It can be a mistake to go too far, too fast, says uh, Rick Eisenberg, president of conservative law firm, Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Melissa Baldoff, a Democratic strategist and former aide to Tony Governor, to, to Tony Governor, wow, <laughs> to the governor, Tony Evers, believes the court will take a thoughtful and measured approach instead of a full throttle underdo, undoing conservative gains. We know that's a lie. We know that's a lie. Because they're lunatics on the right who, if they took over, which they did, and they thought the court was going to just roll over everything and they didn't thank goodness they didn't they took a measured approach and and people thought the world was going to turn upside down and it didn't and what this goes to show you is that no matter what happens when tomorrow comes life's gonna move on what are your thoughts Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number are you open to having a liberal majority in the state supreme court and if so What law do you want changed? Because right now, the abortion law, if a doctor says you need an abortion, you get one. And I'm pretty sure there's enough liberal doctors that will sign off and say, hey, this this is life threatening to you. And so you should get an abortion. Right. I'm not diving in that. I'm going to let them take care of that because everybody tells me I'm not supposed to have an opinion on it. They have opinions on everything I do, but I can't have an opinion on what is it? Women's reproductive rights. I only have to pay for it when they decide to keep it. And then I'm just at a loss no matter what. So if, if people actually cared, we would step back and take care of this entire system. Of, of children and abortion and how the courts treat fathers that, that want to actually be with their kids, but mom is vindictive. All, all those things that we pretend aren't there. Let's, let's fix all of it. And I think the first thing we should do is throw out friends at a court. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I've seen some bizarre things happen and it, it makes no sense. But a lot of stuff needs to be fixed. And that's why it's important. Now, this is just me. I think we should have a bipartisan court. I, I think we should have a court that's, that, that's even, at least at the state level. At the, at the federal level, yeah, you're going to have nine. But don't do the idiocy of, well, we're going to add people to the court so that we can put people on. No, don't do that. It, it's been working this way for a couple of hundred years. Let's, let's kind of keep it that way. But we have to start to wake up because now there's some things that are going to change that black people aren't going to like, that Hispanic people aren't going to like. 
and then you'll be stuck with it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Here's an example of the type of law that you need to be afraid of, right? So, oh, hang on. I just wanted to type it without you having to hear me click so loud. When we come back, there are some things that I want to show you of how being one-sided can cause an issue. And it doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat. When you're one-sided and you can't and you don't have a mechanism in place to check it, there's some things you have to be afraid of. There's a law that just passed in Illinois that will shock you. I'm sorry, should shock you. I mean, I'll be shocked. That should shock you as it relates to police officers. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Traffic, sports, weather, up next. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to remind you, Black-Owned Business Give Back is back, and we've teamed up with the Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. Home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses every quarter in 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's black businessgiveback.com all one word why well we'll rebuild the community's backbone through exposure on the truth let's do it together for official rules head to blackbusinessgiveback.com associated bank member fdic 833-212-1017 is the number before the break i was talking about uh, the supreme court and the impact of um how it's going to affect laws and everybody's going to be suing and they want to push it, push it, push it. And all the circuit court judges and the appellate judges are going to push everything to the Supreme court so they can say, we agree. And they'll just rubber stamp everything. And the problem is some of those rubber stamps will affect black and brown people in a negative way. And so, you know, the old saying, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. That's, that's something you have to look at. Hey, uh, Alex, am I supposed to be giving these away? Like, I don't know why I got these. What are these? What are these? I don't know. Oh, I was going to give them away. <laughs> Thank you, I think. I don't know. Okay. All right. 
All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. I was going to tell you about this Illinois law that passed. And I have some thoughts about it. If you are a law enforcement officer, I want you to give me a call. If you retired from law enforcement, from wherever, I want you to give me a call to tell me your thought about this. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a bill last week that would allow for non-U.S. citizens to apply to become police officers. And on Monday, he defended the legislation against critics. During a press conference where he spoke about legislation, this is from um, NBCChicago.com, Channel 5, WMAQ. During a press conference where he spoke about legislation protecting reproductive rights in the state, Pritzker emphasized that the bill would be limited to individuals who are legally allowed to work in the United States and who are legally allowed to possess firearms. We have the ability for people who are legally here in this country and permanent residents and DACA residents to apply for jobs as police officers. House Bill 3751, so Illinois House Bill, was passed by both chambers of the General Assembly earlier this year. The bill's language says that individuals who are not citizens but are legally authorized to work in the United States under federal law will be allowed to apply for jobs with police departments beginning on January 1st, 2024. Republicans had backlash, of course, to condemn the bill, arguing that the legislation would allow individuals entering the U.S. legally, illegally to apply for positions. And it won't. But if you got here... Under DACA, that means you came here illegally and now you can apply for a job. Former mayoral candidate Willie Wilson in Chicago opposed the bill, arguing that it defies common sense that non-citizens should be arresting and detaining legal citizens. Prisker fired back at those criticisms, saying that it is misrepresentation of the legislation's language. I'm Tired of the right, this is what Pritzker says, twisting things. They put it on Facebook, they're tell, they'll, they tell lies. There are people out there, we think, allowing anybody to become a police officer. That's just not accurate. The mayor also cited other states, including California, that have similar legislation on the books, pointed out that thousands of illegal, uh, I'm sorry, legal permanent residents and DACA recipients are already serving in the U.S. military. That's different. You're talking about a person who's going to be able who's not a citizen interpret the constitution of a country. They're not a citizen of and arrest you. You would be swearing an allegiance to the United States of America, the constitution of the United States of America, the constitution of the state of Illinois and the constitution. Uh, I'm sorry. And the, the uh, ordinances and bylaws of the, of the County cook County and the city of And you're not a citizen. Federal law already says in order to be a law enforcement officer, you have to be a U.S. citizen. Are they going to give these people access to databases that you have to have? Are they going to get confidential? Like realize that there are you are limiting the places where people can work. You're literally limiting the places where people can work. Because there are some databases you can't access without a background check. There are some places in police departments you can't work unless you get clearance that you can never do. 
And I can't see them giving you a confidential clearance. Maybe law enforcement sensitive? Absolutely not. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. We have a shortage of cops. And now we're going to allow. They wouldn't allow people from another country to come work at certain places, computer companies, you know, IT, all that stuff, because of things that happened in Russia and and the Soviet, the Soviet Union, <laughs> Russia and, um, you know, Ukraine and companies trying to, you know, hackers trying to break in. Well, let's let them in, too. That's strange to me. Representative of both the Illinois Municipal League and the Chicago Fraternal Order Police Lodge Number 7 filed witness um, slips in support of the legislation while the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police originally opposed the measure but later amended their stance to neutral. Idiotic. There's absolutely no way I would let someone who's not a, at least a naturalized citizen who has sworn allegiance to the United States of America Police me. Does that even make an, am I being, can you use the word crazy? No, can't use the word crazy. Okay. Am I being crazy? Yeah, you would tell me I could use crazy because I'm the one saying it and you're not saying it then I get hollered at. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't make any sense to me. Am I wrong? Am I wrong to assume That if you're not a citizen, I'm sorry, I believe if you're not a citizen, you shouldn't be a police officer. Maybe a firefighter, but a police officer. I mean, all you do is sleep all day, you know, and then you work one day out of the, you know, work 24 off 48. Eh, I'm teasing. I like firefighters. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. And I got to look up the military piece. Can you not be a citizen and be in the U.S. military? I wonder. I wonder if you can do that. Because some non-U.S. citizens are able to join the military, but where they work? When it cooks? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Wayne said, Dr. Kidd, if you're saying someone protected under DACA and applies to be a police officer in graduate academy would be unable to properly interpret the Constitution, what does that say about the training of the police academy? No, that's not what I'm saying. You misinterpret or you misheard what I said. That was only the end of what I said. I don't think they should even be allowed to be a police officer and go through the academy. That's what I'm saying. If you become a naturalized citizen, just because you're under DACA doesn't make you a citizen. It just means you're protected. No. Can they fight in a war? No. Don't represent me in any way. I just said that because he asked. I don't care. I mean, if you want to go to war for a country, that's one thing. But I think I think if you go to war, you ready? When you're done 
and you survive instant citizenship. Like if you serve in the, like I wouldn't do it while you're there because then you'll run off. <laughs> right. But at some point we have to be cognizant of the fact that you have to earn rights and privileges. They don't just roll up and jump out because you like it. You come from another country. You need to work here a certain amount of time. You have to show an allegiance to the country, the values, the morals, the ethics, whether you agree with them or not. People complain. Oh, I hate America. The fact that you're able to say you hate America is because you're here. Because if you are in Russia, I don't know if you'd be here. So I don't get it. So, I mean, at some point, I don't know. Wayne said, imagine how many doctors and lawyers and other productive members of society that we have are protected under DACA. So, Imagine just how many doctors and lawyers and other productive members of society we now have that were protected. But how many do we have? And my question is, if you really cared that much, why didn't you do it legally? Like, why is that always a problem? Why is it always a problem? But these are the same people that say the same system that let them come in illegally is the same system that's jacking black people and Hispanic people who are citizens here. That makes no sense to me. That makes absolutely no sense to me. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And you're burning the candle at both ends. Eventually, you're going to get burned. I don't care how many doctors or lawyers we have here. That came through DACA. You should have came here legally. Well, we got to care for the children because their parents came here illegally. Right. And now you have to pay the penalty that your parents should have paid. Right. But you're jacking children. So DACA, I understand. But even with DACA, no, you shouldn't. How do you address the five-year-old that was brought here by their parent? What five-year-old? No, no, no. I get that. I get that. But when the child gets older, you don't get all the rights and privileges of me just because you got brought here. Like, that doesn't make it okay. No other country in the, in the entire world would actually do that. We're the only ones that would do that. We're the only ones that hide behind compassion. Oh, we got to take care of the babies. It's about the children. Children never get it, but it's about the children. So my question is, if it's about the five-year-old, then are you going to take care of the parents to take care of the five-year-old? You can't have it both ways. Put your money where your mouth is and let them take it. We're going to go to break. We got calls. We got talking texts. We got everything blowing up. Why? Because I'm causing trouble again. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. What was that? It was weird. 833-212-1017 is the number. Dr. Ken, I still appreciate you regardless, but everybody else. <laughs> Stop being silly. 833 Wayne, quit being crazy. 833-212-1017 is the number. Matt, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, Dr. Ken, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Can you do me a favor and turn your radio down? We can hear it in the background. Oh, it's not on. Okay. Hold on. I know what the matter is. Hold on. Give me one second. All right. How is that? Perfect. All right. I got a question um, listening to you talk about the this law coming out where immigrants that are authorized to work in the United States can potentially become police officers, and you're of the opinion that that's not correct. Is that true? I'm of the opinion that that is not enough for a person to become a police officer. So I am not in agreement with it. Okay. What what quality does a citizen have that makes them more qualified to be a police officer than an immigrant? Legal. We have we have laws. So, so we have a, a constitution. Absolutely. We have laws. We have the rule well, of law. Change, but if they change the hang law, on, then hang it's... On. No, that's just in Illinois. And I disagree with it completely. So... So tell me how you would feel if someone from Canada came over here, saw you do something wrong, and then arrested you. Because they decided, I want to be in Illinois now. I'm not a cit- I-, I want to be in Wisconsin. I'm not a citizen, but I saw you do something wrong, so I'm going to arrest you. Because I'm a police officer now. Well, that's a feeling-based assessment. If you're saying that the federal law determines that um, that's illegal in Illinois is passing something that contradicts that, that federal law. I don't think there's a debate. Um, but how would I feel if a immigrant came and tried to tell me to do something as a citizen, if they're legally a police officer by whatever laws could possibly exist, I would feel fine. Cause there's police officers so you feel, now. Well, that's, that's, that's a straw man's argument. We, we, you, can, you can always come up with one example where somebody didn't do something right or one police officer did something. That's not the majority. And we know that. Well, it's, a, it's enough. It's not. It's, an, it's enough it's to not. show that it's enough to show that citizenship doesn't automatically make you a good police officer. Nobody said it did. Fruit, I just want you to be a legal one. I want you to hold some type of allegiance to the community, the country, the state, the county, where you are. That's all. And the well, ultimate I, I way to do that. I disagreement with that. And, and the ultimate way to do that is to become a citizen. That's all. Put your, put your money where you now. Well. If the, if, they, if the federal law, let's just speculate and be hypothetical. If the federal law changed and said immigrants who are not citizens can be authorized to be police officers as long as they have a valid work visa. Would you still disagree with that? Yep. Well, they would be legal, though. No. I said a citizen. They would be. I said a well, citizen. If the law changed, no. they would be illegal police officers. So you, Unless you, you change the Constitution, that's not going to change. The Constitution's not going to change. The Constitution states that uh, a police officer needs to be a, a citizen? Federal law says you need to be a U.S. citizen. Uh, that, that would be the equivalent of somebody coming from another country 
not being born here, but becoming president. Yeah, I think that's explicit in the Constitution, but I'm not familiar well, wait with a minute. the Constitution expli- explicitly prohibiting a police officer. Correct. That's why I said it was federal law. But but think right. about the fact that you can't be president and you got all these protections around you to stop you from, from taking advantage and you got the Supreme Court and all that. What do you have around a cop who you yourself have, have admitted that some of them have done wrong who are U.S. citizens? What's to stop somebody who has zero allegiance to this country, zero allegiance to the, to the Constitution, zero allegiance to the laws? They might raise their hand and say they'll follow them. But if they decide they're not, what are you going to do? We know well, going I in that that person already doesn't have an allegiance to this country or the city, county, or state. But yet you would still make them a police officer to actually – like lead you in your community? Absolutely not. That's just me. Well, I think you're mind reading and saying that they don't have an allegiance to the country because they're immigrants. Now, I, let me to make show, sure that I don't have a strong opinion. To show on this, your I allegiance don't. to this country, in my opinion, you would be a citizen if you care that much. But you're not going to uphold a law in my country that affects me and not be a citizen. That's a problem. Well, I, I'm thinking about people that are born here and are extremely anti-American and then people who have actually died trying to get here and build their families a better life. Um, this, this idea that just because you're not officially a citizen, you're therefore are not going to love the country doesn't seem to be supported by facts. And that's not what I said. Because we have. That's not what I said. But did, Correct me. What did you say? I said that if you're going to show me that you actually do love the country, you would become a citizen. If you're going to interpret and uphold the laws and the constitution of this country, you should be a citizen. You shouldn't be able to come in here and just do it because you do it because we need a body. No. That's a good point. All right. I appreciate you, Matt. Yeah, no problem. Always a pleasure. All right. Take care. All right. Yep. I mean, he made some valid points. I get it. But at some point, prove it. Raising your hand, I, I I swear to uphold the Constitution. Right. People lie in court every day. People lie to each other every day. So, mm, now, nah. am I being too narrow? Am I being too narrow? Am I am I am I being you know, and, and there are some people here in America, Matt is 100% right, there are people here in America that hate America and that despise it and they want to change it. The issue is they're citizens, and because they're citizens, they're allowed to actually say that constitutionally. First Amendment gives them that right. And I think that's what we forget, that if you were in Russia, you'd be locked up and you would disappear. There are some countries where you don't have the ability to speak your mind. We at least have it within reason, right? I mean, you can't, you know, do those things, you know, yell fire in a theater and all that, you know, the simple things that you learn in in civics. But because you're in America and you're not from here and you're not legally a citizen doesn't give you the rights and privileges that we have even though we afford them in the criminal justice system.
Law enforcement? Absolutely not. Top five at five coming up. 833-212-1017 is the number.